Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey Dave. Yeah Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to a brand new extra special episode of Tender Loving Care with your host myself, Pauline, and my darling Kate. Kate and I have decided we cannot not discuss the latest in the 90 Day Fiancé franchise, 90 Day Fiancé before the 90 days. As you probably know, our podcast, Tender Loving Care, which is available on all podcasting platforms, has a new episode each Wednesday. In that podcast, we break down a show from the TLC network, past or present, we deep dive and we discuss all of the glorious chaos. We've decided to watch even more TLC and get in on the new season of 90 Day Fiancé Before the 90 Days and release it as some more content from me, for you, our beautiful trash TV loving listeners. Good evening, Kate. Good evening, Pauline. <coughs> oh no, I nearly <laughs> got through that. I was just about to, I choked my, on my voice but I was just about to say you know let's have a nice civilized greeting and then I just I okay I choked anyway back to it um how are you doing I'm doing great I'm in a very good mood I've got my wine I've got my fizzy water beverage corner do you have beverage, a drink co- beverage chat beverage yeah. chat with Pauline and Kate <laughs> do you have a beverage this evening iced water and mm. I'll tell you once again as they say in Wales I'll tell you for why a hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. But something very, very um alarming happened to me over the weekend. So, you know, it's obviously summer, hot, blah, blah. We're not doing weather corner today. We're not we'll, doing we'll weather corner. It. We did beverage corner. We're skipping weather corner. Um, and you're I'm welcome, actually somebody listeners. that's <laughs> yeah, you're you're welcome. Uh thank you, America. So I'm pretty I'm usually pretty good about drinking a ton of water, whatever. I woke up the other day and it <laughs> I looked like I had been on a meth binge for a weekend. <laughs> my lips were 
so chapped and cracked and like peeling off. And then the side of my mouth, I don't know if you can see, it's it too. You've got it too. Oh my God, guys, we've got matching cracked lips. <laughs> that is, guys. It has been the bane of my existence the past like week. It's the worst. It's literally, I was like, what is this? Because it looks like the herp. It looks mm-hmm. like you're walking around with the herp. What it is, it's so it's just like my mouth is literally cracked at the side, essentially. And it it's bright red. It looks so unsightly. I look like I've herp on my face. And I and I was at a pool party this weekend surrounded by extremely good-looking homosexual men so i i went in and i just apologized straight away <laughs> mortifying said, yeah that everyone everyone duh, 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 this is not the heart this is not going on they're all bronzed gods and i'm like in little tight little shorts Mwah! and i was like please just ignore all of this stare at my tits instead because i was wearing a leopard print bikini we'll get into that later mm. but it was great my my the the tits were doing everyone was very impressed with them so i, I was, I was excited by that but i did look like i had the hurt i can't believe you got it too oh yeah oh yeah it's been a total it's been a whole thing it's like every morning i wake up and i try to open my mouth yep. just and it's like and yeah it cracks and it, it cracks so bad and, and i have these new piercings too and i'm just like oh i'm just a crusty monster <laughs> I have you tried I did the worst thing because I'm a picker I don't know about you if if I have scabs pick 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 I finally stopped picking because I'm like okay it's not gonna go away if I don't let it heal with the scab but then you have these crusty scabs on your mouth and it's so so hard not to pick it I've been doing all different kinds of things I have um like what is it Origel Origel like numbs it and makes it less uncomfortable i have like creams potions pills i'm doing everything to get rid of it and it just won't go away all i'm doing is drinking water i put moisturized cream on but it's the same thing every morning i wake up and i i, I like yawn over my mouth it's like crack crack blood like it was bleeding the other day i was like this you need to get your life together pauline like I it know. really was like you need to get your life together this is it's not re- <laughs> it is disheartening to have a sore on your lip it really is uh, guys let's classify it's not sore kate it's cracked skin sure it's just cracked skin at, at the side of our lips anyway that's dermatology corner with pauline and kate yep. um so I want to talk to you about a couple of things before we get into 90 day. This is all in the 90 day world. Um, so we had had a couple of people DMing us. Once again, we always say thank you. Love, 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 love. All the DMs, we always respond to them. Um, about Match Me Abroad. And we chatted about this a little bit last week. Mm-hmm. So I didn't realize there'd been so many episodes and I haven't caught up on all of them. But I just decided today before the pod to watch the most recent one. Whoa. I think this is the guy that somebody, one of our friends of the pod and listeners had DM'd us about. It was like, uh, you need to watch this guy. Guys, I'm, apologies about names. I've written down Chad. I don't think that's the correct name from Tennessee. This guy from Tennessee, Kate. I was just like, oh, okay. He's got this weird look, like he's always raising one eyebrow and he's like really intense. He's 30, no, he's 14. And he's in Columbia. And he is so frightening. So he meets this woman and she's just 
gorgeous, sophisticated, in university, getting her degree, studying. And he goes, his accent is so thick that he has to have subtitles underneath them. And then he's like, I'm going to tell you what a real country boy does. So he takes this girl mudding, right, on these four-wheelers or whatever. So they stop and he's like, I need to get down. This is their second date. I need to get down to this. Are you going to come to America? Um, well, she's like, well, you know, I am studying. And he goes, you know what I've learned? I've learned that um, this is the level of aggression. I've learned that uh, I earn much more. There was no point me going to school. I earn so much more money now than uh, I ever did with anything I learned in school. So I didn't even need my education. Oh, I'm looking at his photo. Chad. Chad. Yeah, Chad. And she's like, so I got the name right. It was Chad. Okay, from Tennessee. And she said, well, I actually like to study. You don't like to study. He's like, I don't know, I just earn a load of money now, so I don't need to. You don't need to. Would you come to America? She's like, um, she's like, I don't know now. And then producers ask her, she's like, well, no, I want to finish my university. So he's in a confessional and he's like, well, it's all great that she wants to finish school, but, you know, I need someone in America. I need her to come to America. So you're like, whoa, okay. They go on this second date. I am terrified of him. Think of the biggest gaslighter added to a manipulator, added to insecure aggression and possible mental illness all mixed up in one bundle so he sat with her and she's she's just a lovely woman who's not only beautiful but she just seems as if she has a great air of grace around her and she wants her education and she wants to get a good job and she wants all these things mm-hmm. and she sat he sat there and he goes yeah so uh, uh i got a joke okay so what are we doing here i need to know what you're doing are you, are you you're going to come to america then And she said, well, you know, all of that takes time. And he goes, all right, great to meet you, whatever, and stands up and walks out. And she says, sit down. He goes, I'm not listening to this. I'm not listening to you. Oh, wow. It is. And then he walks off. He's like, I'm fucking 40. I'm not dealing with this bullshit. She doesn't know what I've been through. I'm sorry. You, she stood there shell-shocked, going, come and sit down. He goes, I'm not talking to you. You're not going to come to America? Why are you playing me? Why are you messing with me? It's one of those men that that is a straight, heterosexual man that hates women. He just hates yeah. women. And he's like, I want to get married. I want to have kids. Are you going to come to America? I want to get married. I want to have kids. That's it. Like, that's what I want. It's like, shh. Now, I'm reading his his little blurb here on TLC. Now it makes sense. The, it says he's his goal is to put his three failed engagements behind him. Now we now that uh, that's clear why they're failed engagements. So many he of them is te- I honestly was getting like PTSD flashbacks from being with somebody like that. It's horrendous, guys. Mm. So that is dark. He is, and she's just sat there crying because he's verbally abusing it shaking your hand going well it's all your fault like it's all like saying that to someone you honestly barely barely know know. because why would I come back I'm not going to come back to Colombia to see you if you're not going to come to America it's like he thought he's gonna walk in you're coming to you're gonna right you're good enough uh so I'll check you out and um uh, how much do I need to pay for this all right you come over to America you're gonna marry me and have kids and you do and we we live and that's what we do okay got it also, that nasty presumption that sh- everyone immediately wants to come to America as quickly as possible. Like, she doesn't have a life there. Oh, yeah. Because it's what he wants. He's disgusting. He's a maniac. Like, there's something really wrong with him. And I love how he goes, because the woman had a sensible answer of, we've been on two dates. Like, 
you know, I need to see how this goes and that could take some time. His response is to attack her because he's had trauma in his past. Who has, as we said, she doesn't know what I've been through. What's that that got to do with absolutely anything that we're talking about? It's got nothing to do with it. That's your issue. What's that got to do with her? The level of projection. Dark. Oh, anyway, so there's that. Um, also wanted to mention, Kate, I don't know if you saw on social media, they're plugging it now. We're not watching it, guys, and we're not going to cover it. But Last Resort. Have you seen the 90-day Last Resort? I've, I'm aware of it. Are there clips out now? I haven't really seen. I haven't seen clips, but I've seen the posters or the whatever. It's um, Angela on her own. He's just going to be talking about Michael. Michael. We've got, obviously, Ed and Liz. Um, we've got Ugh. Jovi and Yara. We've got Asuelu and can't remember wife's name, who, by the way, have been living apart for nearly a year or something now. They're not even together. Um, and then the woman that owns the bra shop that has been through like a couple of men that are disasters. So don't worry, guys, if you were worried that we're going to cover it, we're not. It's ridiculous. They're bringing it out. It looks like shit. 90 day fiance, dead horse, like 90 day day fiance ship sailed, like ship sailed. Um, I the only reason I'd watch that if it, they were like Survivor style, if they put all of them on an island and they had to survive, that's television. You know, Ed would be the first one out. Oh, <laughs> so good! That's actually a great. Okay, we're copywriting this. Kate and I are producers of reality TV. We're consultants. You know how I have a friend that talks about how all of his friends are consultants, and he's like, "What does that mean?" They, I never see them work. Or maybe see them work two hours a day on a computer and the rest of the day they're just dancing around the world. What are you consulting about? What are you doing? Who are you a consultant for? Um, <laughs> that's that's what all those people you see out and about in LA and during the week. And you're like, what are a, you doing? They're consulting. Seriously, at 11 a.m. on a Tuesday, just taking a run, just going to work out in the middle. Why don't you work? What do you work? And you live in a $15 million home. <laughs> um, but no, um, that's an idea. Hey, yep. genius idea. Everyone would watch that. Are you kidding me? 90 day survivor. It's trending too. All of these sort of villains. Well, that is a show, isn't it called Villains? Or uh, yeah, there's all these so. shows coming out, and it's like the sort of castaways from the reality shows that no one wants to see and they're putting them in those sort of roles of leaning into Uh, the villain thing we would be see the ideas we have everyone's on strike and reality tv is going to be the only show that's the only type of uh tv that's going Kay and Mm -hmm. i we need to get on this we need to get on this shit yep um one last thing before we get into the show i just want to say thank you to friend of the pod who acknowledges what (laughs) What cheapskates and Kate and I are that we will, we've already said that maybe cheapskate's not the right word, um, that we will sell our soul for advertising anything on the pod, um, that they reached out to us and they said, anytime you're in my part of the country, you have a place to stay and I can show you around. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I want to encourage more listeners to reach out. (laughs) I want to hear from all of you that would welcome Kate and I and a suitcase into your home 
to just talk shit, watch reality TV with you. And um, if you can cook and feed us as well, bonus points. Um, but I'd like more of those DMs. We're getting fantastic DMs from our amazing listeners. And then we got friend of the pod um, who sent us this email, which we will be taking you up on. Don't worry, we will. Um, so I would just near and far, guys, near and far. Um, Kay and I will hop on a hop on a Greyhound bus. <laughs> Turn up wherever you are. Knock, knock, knock at the house. Shout out and- to St. Lucia. <laughs> Did you mm. see we're charting really high in St. Lucia? Hey, like- can you please tell the listeners about this? All of a sudden, St. Lu- out of nowhere, St. Lucia popped up in our stats. I don't know who you are. But I love you. It's making my day. We are charting. I don't say this to brag. It's just in wonderment. And just to thank whoever you are. We are charting in St. Lucia pretty high. It it just feels so random. But I love it so much. Thank you. You, you are a dream. Whoever's listening. All of you are dreams that's listening to us. But listening to us in St. Lucia, a Caribbean island. That I'm trying to find the... Um, what I want to know is the population. Because I, and I'm going to get T-shirts made saying big in St. Lucia, but it's so beautiful. And guys, whoever you are listening to St. Lucia, DM us on Instagram at Tender Loving Care Podcast or email us at tenderlovingcarepod at gmail.com. Kate and I will be there in a flash. <laughs> and wherever else you are as, as well, I mean, I will take, there's a lot of America I haven't seen, guys. You know, I've traveled quite a lot in America. I haven't done the South like to go down there a little bit if you're listening in the south um what we'll do is we'll start putting up places that kate and i really want to travel to and then you can just dm us we'll be there in a second and what a great show that would be two two um blood-sucking podcasters (laughs) making their way from (laughs) from one listener's house to another across america boom another reality show we'll call it the living room tour or something like doing laundry Kate. tour a laundry Kate. show tour oh. Kate, these are multi-million <laughs> ideas right here god all right we're on, we're on fire okay we're on fire on fire oh okay. one wait can mm. i bring up something really random quick of course. i was up late last night watching youtube i recently oh. made the jump and got YouTube premium because I can, I, I watched so much. It's $20. Yeah. I, I shouldn't have it, but I watched so much YouTube and I cannot stand the and ads I'm, anymore. I'm Anyways, I was watching all these videos, enjoying my premium status. Sure. And I stumbled across this video. Someone was reacting to these, this butterface competition that Howard Stern used to have. Oh, have you seen those videos? Have you ever I seen can't- I am I'm familiar with Howard Stern. I'm familiar with his disgusting misogyny and um his complete the way he would um oh, sorry, my vocabulary's gone. But what yes, I'm familiar it's, with him and the disgusting things. He used to weigh women as well. He used to weigh them on the show. So disgusting. These this show they did is like the Butterface contest. And it's like a spring break situation. I don't know if they're in Florida or where they are. And these women enter in either because they're fans of the show or some of their partners enter them in. They come out in a bikini with a bag over their head and they 
they have a panel. Rob Schneider was on it. Oh, cool. Yeah. All the all the regulars on his show. And they give the the woman's body a rating. And then she reveals her face and they give the face a rating. It was so it was so appalling. You know, it doesn't the nineties were wild. The nineties were wild. One thing I'll tell you that this will make sure you uh, are feeling comfortable listening to this. If you ever want to Google or it's on YouTube, I heard it on YouTube because I am a massive YouTuber as well. I'm on YouTube constantly. Um, Howard Stern had somebody call in that was a declared, he was a self-declared serial killer. Now, at first you're like, okay, all right, someone called in and says serial killer. If you listen to the phone conversation, you'll come away pretty much believing that this person that called in was confessing his crimes he was talking about the amount of women he'd killed there was a whole investigation into it um they couldn't track this person they couldn't track the phone call but they if you listen to it it's the most unnerving phone call i do not think it was a hoax let me say that it was far too detailed far holy too detailed shit. holy shit yeah. okay so, we can move on i just have we to bring can move that up on now. Yeah, have a look at that. All right, so we are on episode nine of 90 Day called The Big Chill. Now, the people that weren't in it, once again, was I watching this slash listening to this while I was driving? Absolutely. So I just want to confirm, Kate, no Amanda. Right. No Misha. Uh, correct. And no Tyree. Correct. So okay. just to go over, they did show what, what we'll see next week, and I wrote okay. down what we'll see. So I can quickly say... Next week, we're going to see Tyree um, getting ready to make a trip to meet, quote unquote, the real Carmela, oh. who he's been talking to, Oh, which I think we knew was coming because otherwise, yeah. why would they even show him yeah. in the edit? Um, Amanda and Razvan, she meets, remember that, quote unquote, yes. friend, yes. Yes. girlfriend? Yeah. Amanda meets her. And it doesn't look like a fun interaction. Yeah, good. We and need then, some drama. Um, of course, with uh, what are their names? Sorry. Um, Misha. Misha. Misha and Nicola. Next week, we get her confronting him about how he's been acting, that horrible conversation they had in the hotel room, and uh, hopefully a breakup, honestly. Seriously, so- she needs to run. Okay. So those are that's next week for them, but we can go on with who do you want to start with uh, for this week? Well, we'll touch briefly on it was it was very, very hard and very, very sad and very, very shocking. David and Sheila, this started off and we see the production crew outside the house. And usually for Kate and I, that's a source of excitement. If you see in production, something happened. Screen went to black and they said they had news overnight that something happened. And Sheila's mother had died overnight. She'd collapsed. She'd fallen down the stairs that weren't put together correctly. They found her dead in the morning. It it honestly was um, very, very hard to watch. The crew, I I mean, obviously that Sheila and her family, number one, what they suffered. And then David, you know, had just arrived and then woke up to find the body of his soon-to-be mother-in-law. You have the production crew that had to figure out how to deal with something like that. Um, and then the translator, that was something that I was like, well, she didn't know what she was in for on this. Right. I was surprised to see her there as well. It was, we're not going to talk too much about it just because it is a very, very hard subject, but, um, 
it was very painful, very, very painful to watch Sheila. It was very, very sudden that the only thing that they can be grateful for in this situation is that David met her, right? which was wonderful, which was really beautiful that she actually met him the night before. Right. And they'll always have the memory of them meeting, you know, of course, documented. Um, Yeah, it was horrible. It was very sad, very tragic. And um, David is supporting her the best he can. He ends up going back to the hotel just so she can be with family um, for a few days. And then um, I think she ends up going back to the hotel with him and her son is with family. Um, But she's kind of she's torn because she doesn't obviously have much to give him at this point. Yeah. And she hasn't had the time to grieve because she's kind of, you know, she's filming this show and she has been there and he feels like a burden at this point. So, um, I wouldn't be surprised if he just kind of went home soon or something. I I don't think he will. I think he'll stay there. And I think that, you know, you, everyone deals with grief in very, very different ways. Sometimes people have to escape. And it's good to get them out of their environment. And perhaps the show will do something like that of just say, maybe they go to a local island and have some time to grieve and process and get her out of the environment. That's right. You're right. Yeah. I think he will stay and just continue to give her space when she needs it. Yeah, that would be nice. So um, we'll move on from David and Sheila. um, But unfortunately, it was a lot of lot of tragedy there. Yeah. we see Kate. Let's go to my homeland. Let's go to England and let's talk. Let's talk Statler. And I keep. I have to write down Dempsey here because I keep wanting to say Dabney. Dempsey. Okay. Um. We see Statler's waking up miserable. Um. <laughs> in England, this was a fascinating episode, Kate, because we got such background on Statler. We saw more of um Dempsey and just a lot about her um but she wakes up freezing because they are in the north of england at i think it is christmas it's winter time so yeah you're gonna be freezing she has no central heat um and she's a farm girl you know i i thought she was how i pictured her is i was like oh she's quite a familiar girl to me she is a girl that because you know she said she was just with her dad in thailand and i thought oh she's a rich farmer's um daughter because all the farmers in England are very, very wealthy. So I'm like, that's what she is. So she's the daughter of a really wealthy farmer. And she's part of like the farming crew, which we all know. And um, dad's rich. And she's just kind of taken on the business. But we we find a lot about Statler's background that that is absolutely not the case. Dempsey, you mean? Dempsey, sorry, Dempsey. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So uh, she's very spiritual, which I, I loved seeing this aspect of her she gets up and she is smudging her space she she Uh says she does this every morning she's got her sage and what I didn't love was her passive-aggressive communications to Statler about her private parts with the sage that was strange um I think that's coming from this insecure place that she has about not being as experienced and maybe feeling insecure that she's going to get hurt by Statler. So she's bringing this up in a joking way of, oh, I better sage your vagina because you've been with so many people. And it was, it was awkward. I was like, oh, why'd you say that? But 
it uh, was and, and and it wasn't received well by Sattler quite rightly she was like that's just you're kind of just assaulting me and it's not great yeah um so after the saging of the home and of Statler's privates we find out that Dempsey comes from a family that worked in the circus traveling family not circus so it's called uh, this is i did a little bit of research on this because i wasn't familiar so very interesting we find out in america you call them carnies i believe yes okay in england as she states they're called showmen and there's the showman's guild of great Mm. britain Mm. and she essentially said that she's a traveler which i had did not see that coming at all but her and her family would go and I remember them coming to my village and coming to coming to Reading and putting on the um fairground rides. So it's fairground rides. Um and they set them all up and um she said that it goes back generational. Her great her grandparents, great grandparents were all part of the showman's guild. And showman just is a wonderful title. Um but essentially they go from t- she says she, they went from town to town, village to village setting up these carnival rides for maybe six weeks and then packing them down and they would do the food stalls, the everything. They basically were all this big traveling family of showmen and then go on to the next town. And it sounds, I mean, it really, I love the name showman. And um, it reminded me a lot of a little segue here. It's like, Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. I always want to be a magician. And I did, I still have this hope mm. that one day there's this place called the the Apple Magic Apple on Ventura in Studio City, and it's a magic shop. And I honestly, I've been to Magic Castle. Like I'm convinced that I will get into magic at one point in my life, and um, who knows when. And I think it's never too old to become a magician. But I, it reminded me of like. When I was younger, anyone in England, you're going to understand what I'm talking about. But Kate, I'm going to introduce you to a person called Paul Daniels. Okay. Growing up in England, there was, it was real 90s, real 90s. There was this guy called Paul Daniels and he was Britain's like magician. Okay. But he had a catchphrase. He goes, okay, I have to, you, have to, you have to imagine him. He's like five foot two, bald. Um, he's uh, RIP now, by the way. I can't believe he passed. He was childhood stable of my childhood, Paul Daniels. And he was like five foot two bald and he was a magician. And he had an assistant called Debbie, Mc- the beautiful Debbie McGee. That's how she was known, the beautiful Debbie McGee. Googling him like, right his, now. Oh, my yeah. God. 
and it was his wife and his his and he'd come out and he'd do all these like cheesy magic tricks and his um catchphrase was always like um I wrote it down because I had to I had to remember it. it was like um you'll like it not a lot but you'll like it not a lot but you'll like it it's this sounds kooky me to telling you about this but it was so ingrained in my memory and I was obsessed with him obsessed with magic and then for Christmas I got the Paul Daniels magic set Woo! I I was it I was putting on music I was putting on magic shows for anyone that would listen and just to myself you know lonely childhood but no I was just doing it to myself and then to anyone that would um be in the house so do you want to see my magic tricks there were some people that declined but you know Mm. I would keep going keep going with my their loss their loss yeah I mean seriously when I did my trick with the fluffy furry ball and the three cups where did it go where did it go I mean I was I I was a master of illusion I really was so when they were talking about all of this it just reminded me of the beautiful Debbie McGee and Paul Daniels and my magic set so I just wanted to give a shout out to that for all of the Brits you'll know very well who I'm talking about um that's so fun it was amazing you should have seen his shows it's pure 90s it was like Friday nights and he cut, oh, you'll like it not a lot, but you'll like it. Are you sweet like that? You'll like it not a lot, but you'll like it. He's giving me like Leslie Jordan vibes or something. Yeah, yes. And then he's, <laughs> and then he's like, and now every time it was like her full name. And now the beautiful Debbie McGee. And then Debbie McGee would come out and she was like blonde and younger. They were married for like 30 something years. It was amazing wonderful all right people daniels okay so we see that she talks about that and that was really interesting then she tells us about um she lost her sister this was very sad she was 16 and her sister passed away from carbon monoxide poisoning when and her sister was 19 i mean you don't you don't recover from anything like that you learn to live but you don't recover from that nope and something like carbon monoxide poisoning is you go to sleep and you don't wake up and it can be a leak in the house it could have been a leak in wherever she that leak in wherever she was staying evidently um that ruins you you know it really does it really does but um she said she was just lost. She was just lost for a very long time, as you can imagine. She was a young, young girl and she left at 18 and she just traveled. I mean, she's she's a remarkable woman when you learn all this backstory. She's a real survivor. She's a very independent woman. And you can see that she's a very hard worker, which I love. Yes. And that she will always be okay because she knows mm-hmm. how to like work hard and just live in very live with very little that's what I will say you know she's very happy in the land and um she says you know I get up at five and I go and tend to the, I love this because it's isolated and it's in the middle of the nowhere and as I'm hearing all of this I'm like this isn't Statler this isn't Statler this isn't Statler this isn't Statler and then um she said she left at 18 and then she went to go and um was just kind of traveling around picking up what she could and I can imagine her being very self-sufficient with a backpack you know we all need so much shit mm-hmm. but there's people that just don't and we should be more like that anyway she got a backpack and um she ended up living like going to work on this farm which which looks amazing it's basically she ended up being best mates with a the guy there that runs it and it's now like Airbnb for people that want to go and 
stay in the country in England and it's all beautiful and just I honestly watched it all when I was about to book a plane ticket and sell everything go home and I was like that's what I want to do in England now I just want to go back to my roots of the countryside in England and not fuck everything else I've never even been there and I felt the same way (laughs) it's Kate when we were on our tour in England guys uh, remember, please DM us with places to stay. Um, it will be. It's just the countryside there is. I just was like, I need to go. I was like, I need it back. I was like, well, maybe I can do that. We could stay. Now we know we could stay at Kip and Nook uh, in one of the. <laughs> we can. So, yeah, I love that name too. So the company is called Kip and Nook. She's really excited to show Statler around and yeah. show her like it's not just this little uh, caravan as they call it. I would say trailer, whatever. It's not, it's not just this little thing I live in and there's a field. It's like a whole property. And she spends her days, you know, she uh, cleans these properties. So it's, it's shipping containers that have been converted into what they call staycation homes. It's really cool. And she's also an amazing cook and she cooks for all the people that stay there. They showed some of the food. It looked amazing. Yeah. And it's all this, I think she's vegan or vegetarian. It's all these like amazing sandwiches with like fresh bread and veggies. And oh, it looks so good. And her life. Yeah. Her life just looks so idyllic and simple, but in a great way. Um, very hard work you have to be a very a very particular type of person to live like that you mm -hmm. have to be okay like me and you love our cozy comfies we love our sofa we love our soap not soaps (laughs) we love our reality tv I think with that you have to be a type of person and she's been brought up like that Mm -hmm. of just living off the land and it's but can you imagine the less stress we'd have in our lives if we all live like that can you imagine the less stress I mean that's why I've always wanted to live in a commune. There's a lot going on with me right now, guys. That's all I'm going to say. I have a lot of things going on that I'm really debating where I'm going in my life. But if there's a commune that's going as well, I want to live there too. So we, should we see that? And then we go to the place. I loved this as well. They go to meet um, the friend who, she, who owns the place, Kip and ben. ben, Kate, what does his, I've got some translation stuff for you. What does, do you know what Kip means in, in how we use that in England? Oh, Kip. Uh, I'll guess um, Kip, Kip. Is it like a snack? No, it's taking a nap. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm going to go take a Kip. And, you know, he's just so in love with her. They seem really, really good friends. And I love it when he's talking to production. He's like, they're kind of like, because he meets Statler. He's like, they're kind of nothing. Like, And Statler was so... she She's a deeply, deeply, deeply insecure woman. And she needs to work on that shit badly badly because she just comes across as very rude and I think she's she tries to play off this sarcasm and it's like well I'm just awkward well it's like it isn't really that it's that you are not comfortable in yourself you feel very very insecure you need to go and do some public speaking um classes you need to learn how to speak to people and communicate and you need to be not terrified of people running away all the time which she seems to be anyway she meets him and then he goes to his talk he's like yeah I just think they're like chalk and cheese and that is so familiar to me I'm sure Americans are like what because the producer was like chalk and what and we use that all the time so chalk and cheese is a saying like he explained of like two parallels two complete sorry two complete opposites they're like chalk and cheese like nothing like each other we use that all I loved that you had to translate that yeah, I had never heard chalk and cheese, but I like the sound of it. I love that phrase. We'll be incorporating it into Good. my vernacular immediately. Um, 
Yeah. So they're, they're in this main, I also just want to shout out like the main building is super cool too. It has all these uh, old cars and pool tables and it's like a, um, fireplace. It's a meeting place for all the people staying on the property and the people who work there. So she says she'd come in there, the people who are staying there, she'll make them pizzas and stuff. And I was just like, oh, this is awesome. Mm. Um, but yeah, he is, Ben is really shocked that, um, Dempsey has already slept with Statler. You can mm. tell that that's very unlike Dempsey. Not that we couldn't tell that before from what she told us, but um, he is he he saw that as a red flag. He he could immediately tell that that was not some that was not her idea. It was Statler's yeah. idea. Yeah. Um, I think Statler's a very big personality. She takes up a lot of air in the room, and she controls the emotions in the room. And we see them later um, stat- is, is irrationally, I think, talking about, well, when Dempsey went to Thailand, when her dad left, I didn't really hear from her. So maybe she was cheating on me. Mm-hmm. Projecting. And they have a conversation and, and you know, Dempsey says, that doesn't even cross my, I've never cheated. It doesn't cross my mind that anyone would think that. That's just not who I am. And then she said, have you cheated? And she said, I have cheated. Oh, there we go. You know? There it is. Yep. Mm. And she tells her that um, she doesn't understand why she's being accused. And she tells us that now that makes her worry about Statler, knowing that she's with someone who's cheated before. Yeah. Um, And Statler does have some self-awareness in this moment. And she says she's embarrassed that she's not as healed as she should be from her past relationships and being Mm. cheated. She's not only cheated, but she's been cheated on. I think she's just been a part of a lot of messy scenarios uh, romantically um, from what we're hearing. And Dempsey reassures her like a good partner would and says, you make me really happy and I want to I want to grow with you. We do not need to move backwards and focus on these things that have happened in the past. Let's just yeah. go forward and be happy. Yeah. Kind of other segments. Yeah, exactly. So that was a lot of background for them. I'm glad we could see all of that because we got to know Dempsey a lot more. Um, all right. So let's move on, Kate. Who's next? Um, okay. Let's go to, let's just stay where we are and talk about Christian and Cleo. I mean, listen, I've I, I've told you I don't like Christian. I want him and his receding hairline to go back to America, okay, so he can just drink Bud Light in his back garden with his mates, all right? But I actually want to say I don't like the amount of kind of hate that he's getting online due to this certain thing. That I think that, you know, this is his – he said this is the first time I've been in a relationship with a trans woman, and he's not educated on it which is completely normal, understandable. He just met a girl that he fancies and he likes and he gets on with. And it's as simple as that. But he doesn't know, obviously, the intricacies of, for example, like the medicine she takes every day, um, you know, her insecurities about her body that she's working through. And, you know, there's been stuff online that's an Instagram that's like, don't worry, Christian, you're not going to get trans by sharing, you know, you're not going to become a trans man by um sharing a drink with her or something and I don't think that's fair I don't think that's fair for him he's he's trying to navigate something that he knows nothing about but he just really likes this girl but he just doesn't he's just not always saying the right things in regards to her I'm putting aside like the way 
he is with the relationship. I'm just saying with the aspect of her being a trans woman, he just he may say some things that are a bit off, but he doesn't he doesn't know. He's trying to figure everything out. Right. I see what you're saying. And it has definitely become a pile on uh, situation online. Um, My thing is like he's telling he's communicating with the producers in his confessionals seemingly from the edit we're seeing seemingly more than he is with her. So I think that he just needs to say the things he's saying to the producers to her instead of hiding behind these lies of, Oh, I, I like to let the woman make the first move and, you know, I just want to get to know you. He's, he's a coward for not just saying what he feels and what he's nervous about. I think if he just said the things he's saying to us, to her, it would be fine. Yeah. It's a shit. Yeah. It's a bunch of bullshit. And and, and, and Cleo is cannot figure out what's going on because she's, she's not willing to really doesn't want to push it too much. And he's just not saying what he needs to say. So they're just stuck in this very awkward situation. They go for, they go to the market to go and look at some stuff. He buys her a necklace or a bracelet or whatever, or a ring. And then they go for, this is another thing. They go fish and chips, right? She goes to a good place to go fish and chips. Obviously you do that in England, obviously. And his first thing is like, oh, this is good for a hangover. Yeah, we get it. Your whole identity is drinking. All right, move on. Um, and they kind of chat there a little bit. They go and have this date in the evening using VR, um, his VR goggles. And it seemed really nice. She was comfortable in the house. She had her cats around her. They were doing VR. They were having wine. They had something to eat. And they were just bonding over something, which was great. Yeah, this scene made me understand how they could get along on sort of yeah. a nerdy level. Like yeah. Video games and yeah. You know, things like that, books, whatever movies they're into. I was like, okay, I think they could get along on this level if they like did stuff like this together a lot. Mm. Then they go to bed. Yeah. And it's like, I, I don't know how many days now, maybe two or three. I would say three days, probably he's mm-hmm. been there. Mm-hmm. And she goes in to get changed. And he's lying in bed and she comes out and she looks great. And he's like, oh, you look good. And she's like, oh, thank you. And he's like, give me a 12. So it's like, oh, I'm like, oh, maybe something, you know, okay, good. Then she gets into bed and they have this very veiled conversation about sexuality. And, well, you know, I want you to know, he says that it's not that I don't find you sexy. I do. She's like, we do have great sexual chemistry, which I don't know. I don't know. Um, and she, he says, you know, I do find you sexy, but it's just I want to take my time. I don't want to. I don't make the first move. Such a lie. Oh. Such a lie. And the part he said at the end of that, where he's like, um, I always let the woman take the lead because if, if I go for it and make a move physically and a woman rejects it, basically his ego can't handle it and it will set him back. So I like, mean, why are you making this about you like that? Like that's, and I think what's such a mind fuck for Cleo is that leading up to this trip he was not acting like this because yeah, she tells exactly. us as much yeah that he was talking a lot about oh I love PDA I'm very physical He's, yeah they were probably they were probably sexting all the time that's what she was basically saying without saying it yeah yeah and now he gets here and he's like acting like oh <laughs> like so prudish and it's she can see through it she's not buying it 
And it's and it's a shame because I just want to say, Christian, listen, we would all love it if you were just honest and said to her, said to Cleo, I'm a bit nervous about sex because I don't know if I know what to do or how you're going to feel about it. And this is all new for me. Like so, it's let, new so, so let's take it slow. Perfect. I, and that's it. But that's it. he no. just for some reason cannot say that to her. Mm-mm. And next week we see <gasps> her crying and he said something or did something and I'm pissed. Kate, it's apparently, I know that next week, so she's sobbing to a friend and she said, I cannot believe that he lied about our sexual past or so I can't remember how she phrased it about our sexual act our intimacy that's what I think she said so I don't know whether he told someone that they haven't had that they've been having sex and she caught she maybe found a text message from someone he texts back home I don't know don't know just stop upsetting her and be honest and be open it would work. Um, he doesn't get it. He doesn't get no, it. That's no. what would work. No. Um, all right. So last couple, Kate, go over Gino and Jasmine. Please. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean. So they're feeling better after the therapy session. They're fixed. Just kidding. Fixed. They're still a hot mess. <laughs> so they're at a jewelry store getting her sister slash daughter, Liz, a yeah. birthday present. And they pick out a necklace and then Jasmine asks the jeweler to show them engagement rings since she lost the ugly one he originally got her. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So we also find out in their joint confessional that she sometimes wears her old engagement ring from her ex in place of the one she apparently lost that Gino gave her. And of course, he doesn't like that. She's so manipulative. She's terrible to him. I mean, he's terrible to her as well. But when he says, well, how would you feel if I wore a necklace from my ex? She goes, oh, so an ex got your necklace. An ex- no, no, no. I'm saying if that happened to me and she goes, stop trying to turn things around. Like stop she's comparing. Awful. Yeah. Awful. <sighs> so Gino's not down with this. He does not want to get her an engagement ring until he knows that this is going to work out and she's actually coming to the States and it's a, you know, it's really happening or whatever. He, he, he's not going to buy it. And, um, he's like, babe, you don't need a ring now. He says he'll get her one after the visa goes through and before the wedding, he's very bound by his timing. He's very rigid in his planning and Mm. how things need to be, as we saw with the peeler and the vegetables and the beet, the carrot, uh, the proper equipment, proper equipment. Um, proper equipment. So, um, he, the other issue is he doesn't want to spend the money on an immigration lawyer. So they're getting into this mm-hmm. fight in the jewelry store in front of everyone that works yes. there. It's really embarrassing. Yep, yep. And so he's offended that she thinks he needs one because he got his ex-wife, um, to the States on a K-1 visa before all on his own without Forget a lawyer. That forget that he was married to a Colombian girl before right right and it comes out also that he's been doing all the paperwork and doing everything and he's like you don't even know what's going on with it like stop telling me I need a lawyer I don't I can do it Mm. and of course he doesn't want to pay for anything he doesn't have to because he has to buy her so much hair bundles of hair and stuff like that absolutely um so he ends up leaving telling her you can buy your own ring 
and she's crying in front of the jewelers and saying he doesn't care enough about her to spend money on a lawyer to expedite the process to get her to get her to the states so that's the jewelry store scene that was a jury store scene. Then they kind of go, um, they go for this daughter slash sister's birthday. And there was actually some levity between them. They do this bike ride and they go for ice cream. He presents her with another ring. And in all of this, there was a glimpse. I will say it was the first glimpse I've ever seen of them actually having a good time and seeing a little bit of how they can get on. It was a sliver of levity. We yeah. hadn't seen But also, can we talk about on the bike ride, how she manages to bring up their sex life in front of her daughter slash sister, who is unclear years old. I mean, how old is she? 20. She was turning 20. Turning 20. Okay. So she's an adult, but also it's just inappropriate to bring up. And she's like, Gino, because Gino is doing, he's biking and they're riding in this, this contraption. And, um, She's like, Gino, be careful. Don't get too tired. I know you get tired like you do when we have sex and you can't have sex with me. Of course, brings that up. I mean, and he's like, what? Get tired when we have sex. You have so many orgasms. And she goes, no, I don't. I've never had an orgasm from you. And she's telling the truth. Uh, She absolutely has never had one. Absolutely. With him. And uh, he's continuing to play it off like, oh, well, no way. And she finally is like, I'm kidding. I have. Ha ha ha. And I know that like, I'm kidding was just like, uh, like, what the hell is going on? But he viewed the whole thing as a win because they weren't screaming at each other. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, he gives her a promise ring. Um, she also appreciates that he's attempting to speak Spanish to the ice cream vendor after two that and was a half funny. years. Yeah, that was, that was a funny little moment. Um, and... I was like, okay, they're going to fight next week. And she's going to flush that promissory down the toilet, $20 down the drain. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was nice to have a little bit of shift in energy, but it was, uh, the whole episode itself was just, was tough because it was a lot, you know, there was a lot, obviously, with Sheila's mum's passing. Christian and Cleo is so up and down. I I need more on them. I want to see what happens next week. Um, Statler's irritating me. Um, and, um, I need to get back to Tyree. We need some Tyree time. Sweet Tyree. Yep. Yes, we do. And, oh, and then next week with Gino and Jasmine, of course, there's a role-playing sexy scene. Cool. Jasmine cool. looks, ja- she looks incredible, but yeah. n- we don't want to see Gino doing that. We're good. We're okay. Yeah, we're, we're good. Okay. And that was, yeah, that was everyone. So that was that. All right, guys. So this is coming out to you today, Tuesday. I just want to go over. We like to do our housekeeping, guys. You know we do. So I just wanted to go over. You're listening to this on a Tuesday. Tomorrow, Wednesday, you are going to have our Wheel of Shame episode, which started it all, which started this entire glorious podcast that is uh, massive in St. Lucia. Um, so we are reviewing tomorrow the secret life of Stepford Wives. And I'm just going to say to you guys, it was a doozy if you want to catch up there's only one season on um uh discovery plus wherever you can find this and it's uh, we decided to cover season one episode six okay please please go and watch it before you listen to the show or, or not you can listen to the, the pod tomorrow and we'll go over it but it was hilarious obscene weird 
odd. I, 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 Kate, we can't talk about it because we're about to record. Yeah, tomorrow's episode is going to be really great. Please tune in and yeah, go watch it. It's only a 20 minute episode. So you it can is. throw it throw it on while you're like paying your utility bill online or something. There you go. And you um, go. yeah, check it out because yeah, it's a good one and it's going to be a good episode. So and Kate and I are going to jump off now and go and record that. So I just wanted to remind you guys of that. And then on Friday, obviously, we have our um, uh, Roundup of Bravo show. So we've got a crappy lake, Real Housewives of Orange County, which is getting very good, by the way. If you haven't watched it, go and watch it. Um, and then we have Real Housewives of New York, new season. So there's a lot going on that we want to discuss on that. And if you are a Patreon member or a subscriber, you will also be getting a bonus episode this week. In it, we cover the ver- the harrowing, bizarre, odd documentary or odd case um, of the uh, the doc that's featured in the documentary. Um, there's something wrong with Aunt Diane. I would highly recommend you go and watch that and sign up. It's only $5 a month. You're getting extra episodes from us delving into bizarre, odd, weird, spooky, puzzling documentaries. So if you go to your feed right now where you're listening to the podcast, you'll see there are episodes with a little lock on it for subscriber only. Click on that, pop in your details, $5 a month, and you get a ton more content from us, personal notes, messages. We just want to say thank you to everybody that signs up. Every time we see a new subscriber, it fills our hearts with pure, pure joy. And you know that our hearts are black and cold most of the time. So thank you so, so much. We we love you all and really appreciate it. Yes. Thank you so much. You get extra content. You get to help support the pod. Um, so we can just keep going, keep putting out, um, more content for you guys. Um, go to Instagram and follow us at tender loving care podcast. Um, I put up a silly little reel today, um, and lots of great content on there. You can go to our link there. There's a link tree, find everything. Um, and also just tell a friend that's a free thing you can do that really helps us out as well. Just, uh, like send it to them in a text message or something and be like, Hey, listen to this. It's great. And we'll love you forever. Thank you so much for listening. Yes. Follow us um, on Instagram, Tender Loving Care Podcast. Email us, Tender Loving uh, Care Pod at gmail.com. Thank you so much, guys. We will talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.